This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tig. Yeah. This episode is... It's tough. It's tough because we're talking, we're talking about a tough subject matter. But somehow we still manage to find silly things about ourselves that we love to reveal. Yeah, we'll we'll veer off topic. We'll veer off topic. But this is like this is like happening right now, so it's it's interesting. And I will say the end. We leave on a high note because there's some funny things that happen with our um fan mail and then we and then we find out something about thomas that i was dying to know and it's worth it a little surprising <laughs> and worth it it's a little surprising. but it's good to know it it's it, good to it, know why you know, he I did see what thomas he did a little differently now well i did too you know? when yeah. i saw what i saw and then when he explained it it was like okay that actually makes sense so anyway stay, stay till the end because it's it'll be worth it mm-hmm. shall we get right to it yes let's do it Ladies and jerks, welcome to Murdoch Murders, A Southern Scandal. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. How's it going? Going all right. Yeah? Um, just a busy little bee. Okay, that's How good. How are you? Same. So, so busy. Same. But we take time for this. We do. We do. It's important. Yeah. We're busy little bees, but we stop everything. We watch documentaries. We do this. And then we record. As a public service to people. Yes. To snark bulls we're, everywhere. We're helping. <laughs> um, today is hard. This one's hard because yeah. it's about murder. And, that, and mm-hmm. I think it's important, once again, to remind everybody that there's nothing funny about that there's nothing funny about um yeah of course people losing their lives and so it's a it's a serious matter yeah there's a lot of tragedy yes. in this and that being said we're a comedy podcast so 
if we laugh during this, we are not laughing at anybody's loss. I can tell you that. No. We're laughing no. because we're idiots. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we like to do, entertain each other. That's right. And you get to eavesdrop on that. Yes. But this is like, this is happening now. Like the trial is going on now. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with this. Were you? Yes. Yes. Okay, this might be part of the whole thing of when I stopped. When you don't know what's going on news. in the world. Yes. Right. Okay, well, let's. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody what, because we do have a lot to get through today. Yeah. We today, do. we, we really have like story points. Whereas yes. sometimes. Okay, so we'll focus. Okay, okay here we go. Yeah. Um, today, we're yeah. talking about the. Here's the other thing. It's very mm-hmm. difficult for me to pronounce the names because I feel like there are different pronunciations of this name. Yeah, everybody said it kind of differently. Yeah, okay, so I'll, maybe I'll cover all of them in this. We don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. so today we're talking about the Murdaugh murders, a Southern mm-hmm. scandal. It's a 2023 documentary series directed by Julia Willoughby Nason and Jennifer First. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, and Jenner First. Okay, sorry. Wow, that's the most genuine, authentic apology <laughs> about mispronouncing someone's name. Yeah, because I, yeah. I usually just barrel through. Yeah, Jenner. But I guess because first. there's so much tragedy here that you, I want to make sure I'm getting it. You as feel right as I can. Yeah. Whose previous credits include Lula Rich? Saw it. We did it. Yeah. Fire fraud. We do fire fraud. We did fire fraud. And it follows the still ongoing story of several unsolved murders, all linked to the same wealthy South Carolina family. Murdaugh Murders, a Southern scandal, is available to watch on Netflix. Oh boy. So their yeah. name their name is Mur Murdaugh. M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. But I for until this moment, until like moments ago, <laughs> until I watched it, I thought it was Murdoch. But then some people do yeah. seem to pronounce it Murdoch. Murdoch. But then when yeah. you hear Alex Murdoch, he mm-hmm. pronounces it Murda. What? Murda. Murda. And then yeah. his name is Ale- Alex, but then they call him Alec. Do you notice that too? Uh, I don't know if I noticed that. But I think I've talked about this, my fascination with people's names that seem to... sort of describe who they are. Yeah. Like Anthony Weiner. Yeah. 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 It is weird because Murdaugh, and especially the way... And wait, what would Heinz be? Like Uh, your backside? Are you known? Yeah. I mean, when I was in grade school, some people called me Cheryl Heine. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. <laughs> they got me good. They got you. And then what are you? What is Notorious. Your okay. Notoriety. That's probably better than Heine. Yeah. Or, you know, hindsight is hindsight. 20 So maybe you are good at looking back oh, and I like that. reflecting. Yes. There was mm-hmm. an article once, and that was the title. Hindsight was cute. I've always wanted to write an article about Bonnie Raitt, mm. or I've I've hoped that somebody would write something, and this isn't exactly like what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. it's more about an article, yeah. like what you were saying. Yeah. 
So if you like Bonnie Raitt, the article would be underrated. Mm. Or if you don't like Bonnie Raitt, Bonnie overrated. Overrated. It's not too late. You can get that done in your spare time. It's not too late. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hard, hard pass. It's not that. too late. It's not, not too, too Bonnie late. Okay. Yeah. At okay. the beginning of this documentary, we learn that five deaths have been associated with the wealthy Murdoch family. Should I say Murdoch? Murdoch. It Murdoch. doesn't matter. Okay. This is just tragic. It's just tragic. In February yeah. 2019, a 19-year-old Mallory Beach went missing after being thrown overboard after a boat with five friends hit a piling in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it's very sad because there were a bunch of teenagers. They yeah. were in a boat at night. They were all very good friends. The guy who was driving was Paul Murdoch. And he had clearly too much to drink and mm-hmm. um, crashed the boat into a bridge, like the piling of a bridge. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, so sad. And this girl, Mallory, did not survive. What I didn't understand was when her boyfriend, it was Anthony? Yeah. Right? Yeah. When he was yelling, why are you laughing? Remember oh, that moment? Yeah, but who, it, I, who was laughing? I assumed it was Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas is shaking his head yes. Because Paul, yeah. from, from what I gathered, was so drunk and out of it, mm-hmm. he didn't understand the gravity of what was going on. So Paul is the son of Alex, Alex. Murdoch. And mm-hmm. the this Murdoch family, they've been in this Hampton County, South Carolina, for years generations decades yeah they've they've had the um this big law firm Mm -hmm. that paul's great great grandfather started the murdochs have lots of property in that area thousands of acres thousands of acres they have they had an airplane with a landing strip and you know they kind of had it all or still Mm -hmm. still have it all i don't know and yet nothing but yes god so when when this happened, this, this boat crash happened, in the documentary, you know, they basically say that Alex, Paul's father, the night of that accident, went to the hospital and was trying to get people to say that another kid Connor. was driving, Connor, mm-hmm. which is disturbing on a lot of levels yeah I'm, I'm curious like before this boat accident and Alex showing up to the hospital to encourage Connor you know people to say that Connor was driving did you catch on that people thought they were off the Murdochs this? the Murdochs yeah well yes I mean it seemed that the other people that were interviewed that the impression was the Murdochs felt like they kind of ran the town. They had so much money and privilege that uh-huh. they could do whatever they wanted to do. Is that what you uh-huh. got? Yeah. I just wasn't sure, like, because there's certainly the people that are like, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. And then there's like, oh, they seemed off. Like, 
Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. clearly, I mean, they talked about Paul, this 19-year-old who really had a drinking issue. And that he, yeah. he drank, he would drink so much, it seems like he would turn into a different person that they'd call Timmy. Um, and poor Anthony. Anthony was um, Mallory's boyfriend. And he was, he wouldn't leave the area. They couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find her in the water. And it was yeah. just a horrible night. And it was odd because they never called Mallory's parents. Mm-hmm. And even one of the other mothers said to the police officer, or the sheriff, have you called Mallory's parents? And he basically said, no, but you can. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to have to be the one to make this yeah. call. So he said, well, well, we don't know what's going on, so we're not going to call them, mm-hmm. which is horrifying. Insanity. that was just like I mean a lot of this really got me worked up so you've been very aware of this story like you followed it well I remember when it came out because I mean I don't want to skip ahead but I guess it's okay Mm -hmm. if we do Mm -hmm. because there are so many things that have happened with this family and Mm -hmm. I was only aware of it probably from the the very last incident yeah. that seemed to get a lot of mm-hmm. so anyway we'll sort of skip forward um they did at some point find mallory's body it was like over a week later yeah just so so sad mm-hmm. paul was charged with felony crimes related to the incident and they said in this that he got special treatment he was never put in jail even when he took his mug shot he he was in a dress shirt Although, when you take a mm-hmm. mugshot, are you always in, like, a jumpsuit? There's really no possible there's, way to there's know. There's absolutely no way to know. So now Paul was waiting for his trial. He was out mm-hmm. on bail. And he mm-hmm. moved into the uh, Murdoch's little cabin. And he was partying. Like, social media, just dr- drinking and... Yeah, which is, as though massive uh, tragedy yeah so while we're waiting for this trial Mm -hmm. in 2021 alec murdoch called 911 was very upset paul and maggie his wife his son and his wife Mm -hmm. had both been shot to death on the family property and the law enforcement kept things under wraps they weren't holding any press conferences Alec had told investigators that he took a nap that evening, then texted Maggie and Paul. He was going to check on his parents in town. At 10.15, he returned home to discover the crime. I don't even know what to say. I don't like know. The, I don't the, How deeply disturbed. No. Well, here's what we know and what we don't know, because at this point, you know, Alec had said he wasn't there. He had called, mm-hmm. he had called the police he said he wasn't there he came and discovered the bodies well Mm -hmm. it's happening now alec alec's Mm -hmm. trial is happening now which is also Mm -hmm. kind of i mean i guess it happens all the time that this documentary comes out as the trial is going on Mm -hmm. yeah but i mean things can go on forever that's true that's true so what just happened i don't i don't know if you've been watching but i'm sure you haven't um <laughs> I have not. I completely unfamiliar with this except for the three episodes I watched. Alec 
on trial, on, you know, on the hot seat. I'm sure there's a word for oh, it. Oh, we have to take a Oh, my God. Take a break. Jake, I was about to tell you something. This is very it's important not to my, this case. Okay, okay, okay. It's not, I'm not doing the breaks. I was Thomas about to tell you what, he, what he just said. That just was a game Okay. Okay, okay, but you're always looking down, reading your outline. <laughs> I know. I, I have to keep. I, I have to keep an eye sentence. on Mr. Thomas. I'm you. Okay, do you want to hear it before or after? And we can hear it now. So while he was under oath, he said for the first mm-hmm. time, "No, he was actually on the property." So before mm-hmm. he said he wasn't there, and now he's saying mm-hmm. he was there. And when we come back, I'll tell you why he said he was there. We'll be right back mm-hmm. on Tig and Cheryl True, True Story. Story. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl, true story, talking about the Murd. It's hard. I don't, you have to just commit to some pronunciation. Murdog. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Alex, the Murdaw dad, murders. under oath, said, yeah. okay, yes, I was there because they, mm-hmm. because Paul, the son, he had a cell phone. And when they looked at his cell phone, Paul had recorded a video and Alec, the dad's voice was in the background, and there's a timestamp on it. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh yeah, you know what? I was there." Mm-hmm. Like, um, okay. And then that—that's something that made me curious, because of course it seems like, yeah, you hear someone's voice. Like if I heard your voice, I didn't see you, but I heard your voice on a video. I'd be like, "Well, that's Cheryl's voice. I know she's there." But how do they prove that it's you? If they don't see you, you know. I mean, I think voices are pretty distinctive. Well, sure, but people can do impressions, or you know, if you well, like, like really there's somebody get down, doing an impression behind on the on the I crime scene. Here, Look, this I just is feel our... like when you when you get into the real nitty gritty and like the the legal aspect of every We're not seeing beat, it. right. Right. So it's how like, can you, you know how a lot of times it's like, oh, that's hearsay. Or, oh, <laughs> this circumstantial. is. Yeah, yeah, well, all of that. But so I guess if you have a lot of circumstantial evidence built uh-huh. up, then you can yeah. say, okay, it's not a coincidence and probably. Coinky dink. Mm-hmm. I wish. Yeah. You know what I wish? I wish an attorney what do you would wish? say coinky dink in, <laughs> during a <laughs> this trial. Is, this isn't this a coinky is... dink. Strike that from the record. I object. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now 
in this documentary, we're starting to hear about other crimes that had happened. So, so this mm-hmm. is like this alone is strange. But then you hear, then you hear, and this is so sad. And I, I mean, it's hard to even talk about. But in July 2015, there was a body of a young man named Stephen Smith. I mean, he was young. I think he was in high school or something. Yeah. Was found on a rural highway. At four o'clock in the morning, the middle of the night, he's in Mm -hmm. the middle of the road, and Mm -hmm. he had died from head injuries, Mm -hmm. although people just assumed that he was hit by a car. No looking into this. Yeah. Yeah, it's like finding a body in the woods and assuming they fell out of a tree. Yeah, so it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there was another brother named Buster, Mm -hmm. and... This young man, Stephen, was gay, mm-hmm. and they're, in the documentary, they're saying perhaps Buster and Stephen had a relationship, and some something happened, and people in the town were talking that Buster had done this. Uh-huh. So then what you're gleaning during this documentary is that, oh, the Murdochs were so powerful in this town that they manipulated the police everything Everything. everyone even if you're powerful and you're rich and you're all of these things how is there nobody i know within the system that is calling people out or not one standing up saying this 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 is this can't these are these are dead people this is a family that's missing a child this is i like i can't even imagine no i cannot imagine astounding And then they bring up in 2018, Maggie, the mom, had called 911 and said that their housekeeper, Miss Gloria, had tripped over the dogs on the the stairs, like the steps leading up to the house outside. And Mm. um, she ended up dying in the hospital. This feels very much like the staircase. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Yeah. And then the case with Miss... Gloria, who was, you know, the beloved housekeeper. I think she had worked there for, for years and years, and they seemed to all really adore her. When mm-hmm. she died, Alec had told the family, I'm going to sue myself because I'm insured. This property is insured. Mm-hmm. So I will give that money to the kids. Well, mm-hmm. he ended up. He didn't. No. He did no sue himself. He did get mm-hmm. money, four point yeah. three million dollars, and kept it. And kept it. Not only is that despicable, I I have I'll admit, I've never even heard of suing yourself. Well, thank you for admitting that, Tig. I think it's gonna be meaningful to a lot of people. But I mean, I guess you're familiar with that. <laughs> no. It was the first time I'd heard that too, but then I was like, Oh, I guess that makes sense i don't know yeah but then you find out later that he had just taken out this policy like two months before this happened Mm -hmm. this guy yeah um so you find out that alex was severely addicted to painkillers and Mm -hmm. and in this once again in the documentary, Gloria, the housekeeper, had told Paul, the son, that she had found a baggie of pills taped to the bottom of Alex's bed. 
And so people were saying that perhaps Gloria knew too much. Which I'm sure she did. I mean... I mean, yeah. If you're living... If you're in the house with these guys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But it's it was maddening. Okay. So back in 2021, investigators reopened Stephen Smith's case. And Alec mm-hmm. was caught stealing from his law firm and was expelled. This guy. I mean, this is the law firm that his great-grandfather started started and their whole family has worked there for generations and they said Mm -hmm. you've got to go but it's really interesting how when it comes down to money people stand up (laughs) yeah and they're like you got to get out of here that's not okay money yeah that is yeah we're definitely going to kick this guy out but he's like well yeah murdering yeah so what they have found out is that alec had been stealing millions of dollars over the last Mm -hmm. 13 years Mm -hmm. it's not clear what he did with the money he says that he bought drugs with it but that's a lot lot of drugs I don't know a lot about drugs, but it feels like that's a lot of drugs. Yeah, I mean, I know they're probably expensive, but that's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Millions of dollars. (laughs) What has he been doing with I know they're probably expensive, (laughs) but it's, yeah, $4 million worth of- drugs of oxycodone? And how do you say it? Oxycodone? I don't say it. I think people just say oxy. Yeah, let's just say oxy. But then it sounds like you're in the know, and then it's like, well- I know. No, I think if much. people really listen to this conversation, <laughs> they know nobody's going to be like those two are in the know. <laughs> I've had oxy before. Oh, how did it go? But not four million. Not plus. four million dollars worth. I've had probably no. tw- twenty dollars worth. Yeah, I don't I've get had... it. And by the way, it didn't. You know, some people are like, "Whoa, it was... didn't kill the pain." Maybe it did. I don't really remember. I don't really remember feeling like... It's hard to remember. You were on Oxy. <laughs> I was hopped up on Oxy. I, d- I mean, I just remember like feeling like, I don't want to get addicted to this. I know this is a you know, controversial drug, and it's, I, I know that mm-hmm. it's dangerous. So I, was, I couldn't relax on it. Let's just say that because of yeah, all those reasons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you want to hear like the next weird thing that happens? I, it's suspicious. It's, you know, I don't even know if weird does, or is it weird? I don't know what you're about to say. No, it's very weird. This is what it really came to. This is when all Mm -hmm. this came to light for me. Yeah. So Alec, Alex, Mm -hmm. was shot in the head while changing a tire, okay, on the side of the road. I would say this is weird and suspicious. Yeah. I'd say we're right. Yeah, we're both right. For once. Yeah, tired. <laughs> Alex, he was airlifted to a hospital, and then his lawyers lied about what hospital he went to. So then there was a 911 call that was released mm-hmm. that Al- Alec had called. <sighs> okay, I'm just going to say it. It turned out that Alec had tried to commit suicide by hiring his drug dealer to shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of it's weird. What happened in this man's life? What happened? Because you can look at people, you can look at yourself and go, wow, I don't handle that well. 
or I wish I did this better. And then you can see people around you and go, well, those aren't the kind of people I want to hang out with. Or I want to change this about myself. What on earth? And everyone's been through a lot in life, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. But what on earth? Is this something you are born with like i I just don't understand yeah yeah it's hard to it is hard to understand and hard to that's the thing you spend so much time trying to figure out why all of it why well this particular situation i mean alec has said that he felt like he wanted to end his life and he he didn't want it to be a death by suicide because he wanted his son to get the insurance money Mm-hmm. And so he went, Alec went to rehab for opiate addiction. And mm-hmm. also, if you get shot in the head, mm-hmm. they didn't talk about what the injury was or where it was. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that would be very um, intense. Unless it just like. Grazed. Yeah, because even seeing him. Now. Now it doesn't seem. I mean, he's he looks completely yeah fine. Doesn't have some scar, right? It's it's and he's the one that called nine one one and said I've been shot shot in the head. Mm -hmm. We have to take a break, Cheryl. We will be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Mm -hmm. This is a comedy podcast. But no, this is not, it's not a funny subject matter. It's not a funny subject matter. We're not talking to the president anymore. No. So there's a journalist named Valeria. And she thinks that the plan was to make it look like Eddie had tried to murder Alec. Also, how much of a relief was it when she pops up oh, on I the know. screen? She's just like normal and smart yeah. and like down to business. Yes. And I'm like, more from you, please. I know, because there's a lot of other stuff in this. Yeah. But she thinks that. The plan was to make it look like this guy, Eddie, tried to murder Mm -hmm. Alec, and people would also think that he murdered Maggie and Paul. Mm -hmm. And at some point, Alec was arrested by the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, 
which they call sled. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I was watching this, I <laughs> they kept saying sled, and I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm thinking, is that a person? Is that? And then when I when there was a picture of it of the actual building, I freeze framed it so I could read it. I was like, oh, but they all say it like everybody in the world knows what sled is. Oh, and then right. sled did this, and I don't agree with sled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, how does everybody know sled but me? Well, your friend Tig didn't know, <laughs> but. There was no freeze framing. No, there was you were no like questioning. I just went, I yeah. don't know what that is. But anyway, moving <laughs> right, right along. along. So he was arrested. Yeah. Sled arrested him. And he, he had allegedly stolen millions of dollars from his law firm. Mm-hmm. And while Alex, the dad, was in jail, is still in jail, Buster, yeah. you know, the older son, and Alex's mm-hmm. brother were gambling in Vegas. Not a care in the world. Nobody has a single feeling. Yeah, that's true. Even if I had a parent that was in prison, didn't kill anybody, was just in prison, I don't even know that you would find me gambling for a decade. I'm not a big gambler, but I'm just saying I probably wouldn't. Yeah, to get to that whimsical. I would be doing activities in my life where people would say she has a care in the world. Yeah. Yeah, And then when Buster talked to Alex, and by the way, so now he's in jail, and before any of these conversations, and you hear the conversations between them, they say, this call is being recorded. (laughs) And you're an attorney. You must know. And they still... But it's like reality shows. It is. Yeah. It's exactly like reality shows, where you you, you, the people at first are... A, a little, little hesitant and shy. Like, and then yeah. it's like, this is what I do. Yeah, yeah. They People can't control no. themselves. So while they're talking, and Alex seemed excited that Buster was out gambling and they're bragging about it. And then Alex brags to Buster about um, the sports bets that he's been making in jail. And he won six soups and four meat sticks. <laughs> I also had to pause it. I I was like, I don't understand what I'm hearing. I thought that was code for something. No. And the best part also about that is that there is no, and of course I wouldn't expect it from these people, but there's no sense of humor about it. Like if if (laughs) I was calling you and you were in prison and you were telling me you won meat sticks and soup there's no world where where you would where you'd be like genuinely tell me oh and hey tig i i won six soups and three meat sticks or whatever the and you'd be was. like that's great yeah it would be like it listen would... to yourself you're you're in jail and you're bragging about winning meat sticks <laughs> like take a second yeah, and what's a meat stick <laughs> i was like and then what is a meat stick i like a beef jerky i guess Thomas, what's know. a meat stick? I thought it was like one of those uh, Slim Jim type things. Yeah, beef jerky, yeah. right? Is that, is that the same it's as disgusting? A... Nothing to brag. It's certainly not a braggadocious <laughs> alert. <laughs> no, we do need to come up with an opposite of a braggadocious alert. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll get there because that this is the opposite of. You know what it can be <laughs> is the sound effect you make when you cross the finish line <laughs> on the final. <laughs> yeah. 
so we'll have to add that in <laughs> as frequently as possible. <laughs> I can't do it. You did a good job. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Okay, back to this horrible story. Okay, so now new evidence is emerging. Uh, High-velocity impact spatter is found on Alex's clothes, which means that Alex must have been with Paul or Maggie when they were shot. It's weird, too, because Alec had said, they asked him if they if he had touched Maggie or Paul, and he said he saw that Paul's phone had fallen out of his pocket, so he put it back in his pocket. That's an odd decision. And so now he's he's been on the stand, Alex, and they, they asked him questions about his wife and about his son, and he went on and on about how great they were, and he's c- crying mm-hmm. and you know, he seems like a nice person when he's mm-hmm. talking on the stand. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. he's talking about all the people he's stolen money from. You know, mm-hmm. people who won lawsuits and they, those people needed their the money. Mm-hmm. And he stole it from them. Ugh. Yeah. So it's weird. All, all of it's so strange. It's hard to... And we never really got to the bottom of the shot in the head story. I haven't really gotten to the bottom of any of the stories. Anything. When I think about also what's going on with this guy, I also think the the generations of power and money and, you know, is is he the result of so much pent up, like... Privilege or... Or just like it's not fair. I was born into this family. I, I don't even I know. Be- I don't know that he's just the explosion in the end of well, like like some like weird corruption, weird secrets, weird everything, and he just I don't I know. know. I, I'm just it's, trying no, to make sense. It is hard to know because you get like mm-hmm. you're saying. Is it? It's nature versus nurture. Was he born mm-hmm. this way? But then it's also odd that his other family members even his late wife Maggie she's the one that called the police I think when the housekeeper fell so then Mm -hmm. was Maggie and I don't know and the kids involved Mm -hmm. and I mean but Paul the son the late son that was driving the boat clearly he did not mean to kill somebody Mm -hmm. that night that was see i i don't even i don't feel like it's even clear that he didn't mean to kill anyone it almost feels like see he's just so reckless and so reckless he doesn't care if he dies he doesn't Mm -hmm. care if others die Mm -hmm. it's you know like i don't i don't know well the beach family the young woman that was killed in the the boating accident her family has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec that hasn't begun yet. But his trial for the murder of Paul and Maggie is happening while we're recording this. And it's a real doozy. Mm-hmm. It's televised. You can't believe what you're seeing and hearing. Mm-hmm. But it also, so everything that I've seen so far, it's not clear like what happened. Yeah, But clearly he's stolen millions of dollars from people that we know mm-hmm. it's like a weird reality circus like you mm-hmm. don't know what is real and what's how are all of these deaths a coincidence 
Again, back to the staircase. Right. You know. <sighs> women close to him falling downstairs. Yeah. All the time dying. It's weird. It's weird. And basically, that's the story of, of yeah. this documentary. It's... The terrible, terrible story. It is It is a terrible story. And I'm really sorry to all the families that were involved in this because it's beyond tragic. Mm-hmm. All right, well, sh- shall we wrap it up so maybe we can... Maybe we have some good um, emails that will take us to a better place. Yeah, that's heavy. That's heavy. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready for happily ever after thoughts? Ugh. Will we give our final thoughts on this documentary? Did you cry? I did not. I didn't cry either. Okay, I think we're going to skip our next question that we normally ask because it's yeah. this was too tragic to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to say with True Story Talk Back? No, I think I said it. I would like to just say something to Alec. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of everybody involved, just tell the truth now about everything that's happened. That's the only mm-hmm. thing you can do right now. And just show people respect by being truthful. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing you can do now. Yeah, you're not you're not going to get away home free. No. Go have a great life. Just just t- say what happened and then. Okay, Tig. That is all for this week's episode. Next week we'll be talking about Winnebago Man on Tubi. This was requested. A lot of people want to see it. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear some true fan mail? Yes, please, I would. please. Oh, first, many snurkbulls wrote in or commented about Tig's true story Easter egg in your place or mine. Oh, cute. (laughs) Oh, no. This is... Oh. (laughs) Jagalavin. Hey, Jagalavin. Jagalavin. Hey. Oh, no. Okay. Um, hey, girl. Hey, we saw. We giggled. We are honored that you thought of all of us snark bulls while filming your place or mine. Thanks for being a true friend, Tig, and glad you're on the mend. Of course, we love you too, Cheryl. That's sweet. Um, this is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. hey, Sarah. Hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey. I just finished the Pamela A Love Story episode, and your listener letter from Nick about online dating made me want to write in. I was cringing and laughing along with you in part because I used to use internet dating in the early 2000s. Lots of awkward moments like Nick. However, I did meet my love and we've been married for almost 15 years. Wow. It made me think about when I first started using the online dating websites, I was sure it would matter which site I used. The Onion had online personals, and I thought if I put my ad up there, surely I would find a good match. This is actually how I met my husband. I think you have enough snurkbulls now that you should consider something for your single listeners looking for love. Oh, my God. (gasps) Snurkbulls need help. Can you imagine those dates (laughs) in the middle of a story? Braggadocious alert. (laughs) 
<laughs> if it doesn't work out, scram clown. And if you're into them, let's make national headlines. The possibilities yes. seem endless, and at least you've got something to laugh about at the end of the day. Best of luck to Nick. Thanks, you two, for always giving me a laugh on a Monday. Snurkable forever, Sarah. Oh, my God. That's kind of hilarious. To start a dating site for <laughs> snurkballs? Yes. Well, you know, it'd be called horny snurkballs. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got to start a dating site called horny snurkballs. <laughs> Can you imagine all the wedding toasts? Well, when I met Sam Your on mother. horny oh. snurkbulls. Snurkbull.com. <laughs> dot org. Dot org. Dot org. <laughs> dot org. Oh, my God. This is killing me. I really hope somebody starts it. Please, somebody start it. Because I want to hear those yeah, stories. Then... I want to hear those stories. I wonder what the percentage of, you know... Single age, gender, mm. yeah. I wonder. Mm. I wonder what's going on. Sexuality. Mm-hmm. What is sexuality? You know, who you're horny for? Okay, it's not like what kind of sex you want. <laughs> well, it's got to be in there somewhere. We can also add that in. <laughs> you know, you're gonna ask. We're flexible. We're gonna ask people questions that nobody in this day and age Do you like should to be, be tied up. <laughs> Do you like men dressed as babies? Mm-mm. That would be that would be a no starter. Yeah. Although Thomas, which brings me to Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. On Twitter, somebody um, tagged me, and they had a picture, and they said, "Do you know who is in this picture?" And it. It really looks like you dressed as a baby. Okay. I, I think I know. Oh, I think okay. they found this on my Facebook page or something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thomas, you're dressed like There's a baby. There's an old picture why? of me that you can find dressed like a baby, but I have a good explanation, <laughs> which is that okay, it was, I need to hear it was this. for work. Uh, because I got hired. <laughs> not this job. <laughs> not by me. This was before I worked for TIG. I would work whatever, you know, odd job I could find. And I forget her name, but Joe Latruglio's wife was having a baby. Yeah. And she was having a baby shower. <laughs> and so me and a couple of friends got hired <laughs> to dress up like babies and hand out, you know, appetizers and... and uh, or d'oeuvres <laughs> at this party and, and take pictures with God, the guests. That's hilarious. Oh so now that I know you'll do it for a job. Yeah. Huh? Maybe for the live show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Would you? Yes. My fee was $100. So. Whoa, and that was oh, back okay. then. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone up. I'll put in 100 if you'll put it's in 100 It's gone up a lot. <laughs> it's gone oh, up a lot. Gladly. <laughs> Gladly, I'll put in a hundred if you'll. Put I think in I had to supply my own diapers and uh, <laughs> like a soother. Though. <laughs> did I tell? Did I tell you? And this is probably a blue belt. Did I tell you um, when I was hired at a bachelor party what they hired me to do? What I don't think. Okay, well, if if this starts to be like okay, we've heard this a hundred times, you could stop me. But when I was in my twenties, 
there was a guy, a friend of a friend, and his his friend was getting married, and he did not want strippers at his bachelor party. He was like, whatever you do, do not hire strippers. I don't want it. So, of course, his friend hires uh-huh. me and this other girl, and we <laughs> we're at the house. The lights go down, and... I mean, these guys were in show business somehow because they had made like a silhouette of the two of us. And it looked like, oh, no, they hired strippers. I don't know what we were dressed in. Something tight, but not like bathing suits or anything. And the guy was so mad. And uh, the lights came up. And we had rehearsed um, different scenes from Tom Cruise movies (laughs) because this guy really didn't like Tom Cruise. (laughs) So the girl, this girl and I did like clip after clip from Tom Cruise movies. And the guys were hilarious because they were like throwing money at us. And we're like, you can't handle the truth. And then we'd go to another scene. Oh, God. I wish you were anyway, doing that dressed story. in bathing So suits, I understand, Thomas. What I'm saying is I also was hired to do something at a party that was unusual yeah that maybe you you've outgrown now i don't know for the right price i'd do it again (laughs) right thomas you want to go in on a hundred bucks sure i'll spend the a hundred bucks you're paying me to hire cheryl (laughs) to do scenes from a tom cruise movie and by the way i mean split 100 you pay 50 i'll pay 50 and we'll get her to do it i'm just in the living room performing for you guys you can't handle the truth. And we really had to commit to it, too. That was also part of our deal, that the guy was like, you guys have to take this so seriously. And we did. Yeah. Tig, do you have anything to promote before we hop off? Uh, yeah, I do have something to promote. Okay. I have uh, a show in Boise on March 25th. Boise? And then, I, bo- well, that's how you pronounce it. People always say Boise. But if you're a local, or if you've spent a lot of time down there, or up there, or over there, wherever you live, it's Boise. April 14th, I'm going to be in the Gulfport, Biloxi, Mississippi area. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in Red Bank, New Jersey on April 20th. And also, I'll be announcing soon um, Mm -hmm. my taping for my next special, but go to tignotaro.com and get all the show information. I have a lot of scattered shows to get ready for the taping of my special. And then also check out Don't Ask Tig, my other podcast. Okay. What about you, Cheryl? You know, Tig, I'm not going to go through my long, long list of things that I'm doing. Uh, I'll let you know when something's, you know, a braggadocious alert. But yeah. Well, should we do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.